Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Josh Squared. I'm Craiger. And I'm Miller. And this is our season finale. Um, we want to thank you for uh, giving us this week of pause as we have spent time away from each other. Um, I guess we can talk a little bit about what we did while we uh, spent time away from each other. Also, just like random stuff that we were just kind of doing and spending time doing. I but guess. the vast majority of this episode is just going to be sort of ruminating on the trip as a whole. And I think not only what we did and a couple of the stories that we didn't get to, but also kind of what this means for us individually as friends and possibly going over potential plans for another trip at some point. Yeah, most definitely. Um, because like, hence why we call this a season finale. I mean, this, yes, it's technically going to be like the end of the podcast for at least a little while. But in theory, we would definitely love to do this again because we had a great time uh, not only on this trip, but also uh, recording what we did each day as a sort of audio journal, as we've mentioned multiple times throughout this season. And we call it this season because ideally we will be doing this again at least one other time. Yeah, we're just going to be us. Maybe with other people. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe with uh, some special guests for the entire season, if you all catch my meaning. Special guests? I'd have to change the entire name of the podcast. No, no. It, it, would, it would still be Josh Squared. Yeah. Now, if we invited the third Josh, Josh Brown. Oh, gosh. We would have to change the name specifically to Josh Cubed. And just call it, like... <laughs> Josh is around the bonfire. I don't know. No, let's, let's go with Josh cubed. I think yeah. we can do we can do Josh around the bonfire if we ever go to four, which I don't think we will. <laughs> Mostly because none of the three of us know a fourth. Going to the fourth. Actually, I know a fourth. Oh darn it! Ha <laughs> Oh wait, I just remembered. I can curse. God damn it! Oh yeah. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, he gets one episode where he can swear uh, per season. Personally speaking, I'd rather it not be the season finale, but if he curses accidentally the, um, in future seasons, that immediately becomes his episode. Yeah. And he loses privilege thereon. Yeah. Have you, any of you guys who have seen BuzzFeed Unsolved, um, there are these two characters, Ryan and Shane. Ryan is the more superstitious of the two by far. Shane is more scientifically inclined. And Ryan, uh, they go to... Well, there's two parts of the show, BuzzFeed Unsolved Supernatural and BuzzFeed Unsolved True Crime. The supernatural one is the one I'm going to talk about because Ryan is terrified of demons and ghosts and he doesn't like doing demon episodes. So every time they do a season of BuzzFeed Unsolved Supernatural, he makes a deal with the audience. He will do <coughs> one demon episode per season and no more. <laughs> so that's pretty much the cursing for me. Now, because I can understand this wanting to be a family show, I will keep the F-bombs down to a minimum as well as some of the S-bombs. But other words, I can say whatever the hell I want. Yeah, so, yeah, this, uh, as you'll see, it will have an explicit tag next to it, but... Naturally. What can I do? Um, so yeah, um, I guess I'll start off telling what I did, right. um, while we were not together, is that as soon as, like, I got home, basically the first day was just get home, unpack everything, just rest, um, and then the second day, literally, so I've been like pretty much busy every single day, mm -hmm. just like putting things together, 
getting my crap together <laughs> because I'm just, I've just been all over the place. Um, so like literally the second day I got back, I met up with a friend and went and bought myself a new desk from Ikea and built it the very <laughs> same day. Um, the next day following that, I think I was like buying things. I don't remember exactly, but like I was always doing something, either working on a project, putting things together. Um, like I, I've literally just been going, meeting people, meeting friends and just like in general, just nonstop. Mm. movement um which has been honestly like a whole bunch of fun but like <laughs> i'm i'm a little bit tired and um the, today i woke up a little bit cranky uh my parents can attest to that one um <laughs> because like my mom was just like like why aren't you doing anything and i'm just like i don't feel like doing it and like like i, I just didn't feel like doing because like i'm cranky and um I didn't wake up naturally. <laughs> I wake up happier when I uh, wake up naturally, but... Suffice to say, yeah. who wakes up naturally at the... at the crack of the afternoon. Yeah, you know, evening. Um, <laughs> I like staying up late. It's natural for me, I guess. Yeah, we are very much night owls. Yeah, so, like, now I'm feeling a lot more fine. It's still a little bit on the sleepy side, but I think that's like forgivable for yeah. me. Yeah, I'll, I'll, if it helps, I'll definitely give you a pass on it. Yeah, my parents, <clears throat> um, not so much. But mm -hmm. hey, like, um, it's nice to be back in Maryland, back home, just vibing, I guess. Oh, yeah. Um, so that's pretty much like all that I did. Um, on my end was just like keeping busy, meeting friends, getting stuff together, um, and just making progress um, towards what I want to do soon in the future. Mm. So what about you, Josh? Or Miller? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, with me, I did not really do much at all until yesterday. Uh, I'm going to talk about what happened before then, and then I'll get into yesterday. Um, I was mostly just sleeping a lot trying to recuperate and be a lot less exhausted i went running uh, every so often as often as i could so after the first two days my legs were just okay okay stop it stop it right now you're not going any further for at least a day <laughs> because i am very much out of practice given that i haven't done it in at least a month <laughs> speaking of which i will definitely need to do that again and go for a run later tonight on a more positive note however the pool that my parents have been putting in the backyard is finally ready for swimming. Oh. Yeah. It's still it's still chlorinated water. It needs to stay like that for about a month while everything sets for lack of a better term, but once that's done, we will be putting salt into the pool to keep it cool, to keep it clean. <laughs> it's like keep it cool. That does not keep no, pools it cool. <laughs> no. <laughs> Although now that you mention it, colder water actually has a higher salt content than warmer ocean water. Hmm. That actually isn't all that surprising, I guess. Hmm. Of course, the deeper down you go, the more the temperature is just the same across the board. Yeah. So, that brings me to yesterday. My boss at the gym, I let him know that I was finally back in town and I could come to work uh, sooner than they thought I would. So he asks me if I can do a shift yesterday morning from 5 a.m. to noon, to which I jump at the chance because that trip drained my bank account. 
So I need to get back to work. Drain both our bank accounts. <sighs> Drain mine more significantly, though. True. Then again, that was my choice. Yeah. So I'm not blaming you. Yeah. Actually, I guess I can kind of blame you, given that this whole thing was your idea. Eh, but you went along with it, so... Much to my enjoyment and chagrin. Yeah. We had our <laughs> ups and downs, most definitely. And we will definitely be covering those in a little bit more detail than we mentioned them. Probably because we might not be remembering them completely correctly, which just kind of happens over time. Yeah. So, anyway. The... Day before yesterday, I woke up at 1 p.m. Because afternoons. So I decided, you know what? I've got to be up super early. I may as well not go to sleep, which I did not. God. So I was up for over 24 hours by the time 2 p.m. rolled around. And by around 3.30 or so, I finally went down to take a nap. Which, very, very nice. My word, why did you stay up that long? I mean, I understand, but still, though. <laughs> I didn't, it was either that or have my sleep, or have my sleep cycle interrupted in the middle of it, and then be cranky for the rest of the day. LOL me. Exactly. <laughs> exactly, mister, I didn't wake up naturally this morning. No, I, I set, like, I don't know, some, like, eight alarms. <laughs> Uh, just to get up by, like, 12. <laughs> I'm, like, way out of my element. Like, I wake up at 1, naturally, um, so, right now. <laughs> so, I had to be up again by 5.45, which is when I set my alarm, because I had three guests coming over. My friend Megan, my friend Tabby, and my friend Ryan, who's also Tabby's husband, for a dinner party, because I hadn't seen... Well, actually, I saw Megan about a week before this. I hadn't seen Tabby or Ryan since a while before, actually, we started on this trip. So I had them, I had the three of them over. I cooked chicken thighs and a boneless leg of lamb, uh, steamed, uh, fresh steamed broccoli, and we had some little pieces of naan bread to go with everything. Megan brought mead, which, as we all know, is my favorite, and I got a big bottle of wine for everybody. It was a really, really great time. So, for, uh, instant, so, just, like, putting Josh's mead thing into perspective of, like, how much he loves it, um, I don't think we explicitly said this, um, in earlier episodes, or in any of the episodes, um, of how much he loves mead. I swear, literally almost every story we went to, he asked, do you sell mead? Which, to all of the answers were, no, we don't. Not every story we went Most. To. No, not even Most. <laughs> Well, like, a lot of places didn't <laughs> sell mead. No, no, none of the places I think we went to sell, sold mead. Yeah. By the way, for any of you who want to dip your toe into tasting mead, I would recommend Linganore brand. Linganore brand. L-I-N-G-A-N-O-R-E. It is to die for. Just straight up drink honey. <laughs> it's, it's not overly sweet, so any of you that don't like honey naturally because it's too sweet... This will not be a problem for you, and there is no sharp alcoholic aftertaste afterwards. It it's still fermented. You can still get that vibe, but it is so gentle when you're drinking it, and it is to die for. I will warn you though, it's not super alcoholic, but it tastes so good you're gonna want to drink more of it. So it's one of those things that will sneak up on you. 
Yeah. Oh, I do have a question. Yeah. Was Did that? you ever like drink that honey uh, that um, Mr. Joe gave you? Mr. Joe. Joe Lutz. Oh, the yeah. distilled honey. Yeah, yeah. That's what not not all of it, but I did taste. I did taste some of it. It was harsher than I thought it would be, but it had. It was like a honey flavored scotch to me. Hmm. And you, I, mead is my poison of choice, but I also enjoy some 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 good scotch. So this wasn't too bad for me. I do think though that. If I'm going to drink it properly, it can't be out of a flask. <laughs> what you drink out of a flask is whiskey. <laughs> yes. Although, to be fair, this wasn't very far off. Yeah. So that's really all I've been doing. Now, I think we should address the elephant in the room, also known as our trip. Right. So just a quick rehash of, like, how this trip got started. Um, I'll... You mind if I tell this part? Or, or I'll, I'll at least tell my side of the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll tell each part of the story of, like, exactly what happened. Because I think we barely touched on it on yeah. our second episode. I know we touched on it yeah, on, yeah, the, yeah. on the first, but, like, it was horrible. Horribly done. Because... To be fair, this was our very first episode. <laughs> True enough. And the second episode was still a bit rough, too. We were just getting our bearings. Yeah. So, um, in February of 2021, I think it was close to the tail end of it yeah. i was walking out you, of actually do you mind if i start off the story because i'm i was the one who kind of came up with the idea all right yeah sorry about that folks i know i'm interrupting but i'm, like, I'm used to it yeah but... from everyone in my life <laughs> but um yes as he did say it was february but my end starts in january um because i i was like really bored i was like man like, I'm graduated, I really want to do something fun, because, like, this will maybe be my last, like, last anything before I, like, throw myself into the gears of life and just, you know, age. Um, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> that's, that's one way to put it. <laughs> just age. <laughs> uh, and so I was like, okay, like, I should probably, like, uh, plan this out and, like, do something really fun. So I was like, what can I do? And I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll like go on a cross-country road trip. And I was like, what if I do this on my own? And I was like, how much would I need? And I was like, mm, probably $3,000. Because like, I'll probably only be gone two, three weeks. Yeah, like that happened during this trip. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, yeah, I'll probably be gone like two, three weeks. Take my car and just go around. And... My mom was like, oh, no, you need, like, more. I'm like, how much more? And she's like, 4000 I'm like, 4000 Like, bottom line, 4000 Yeah. I'm like, oh, jeez. You need four grand minimum. Minimum, yeah. If you're going to be gone as long as we were. Oh, yeah. Um, And so I was like, okay. Um, whereas over the course of time and paychecks came in, I did actually reach four grand. Um, but... Um, it was January, and uh, then it was, like, early, mid-February. I was just, like, working outside, and I was like, I'm bored. I'm not really doing anything. My coworkers aren't doing anything. And I was just like, I kind of want to go with a friend, and I mentioned that to my mother, and I was just like, who would I take along? And then I remembered a promise that I made in my second year of college to Miller. Which uh, I have no recollection of whatsoever. Yeah, it was like... Like, if we ever did, or, like, if I ever wanted to go across the country, 
we said like yeah we'll go together and he said yeah sure like i'd absolutely do that and i was like like yeah now in fairness to Krager, I, I that definitely does sound like something i would do i just don't remember it yeah and so i remember that promise and i was like i think i'll call up josh miller so i call him up mid-february and like outside, I'm freezing at this point because it's February. Because <laughs> 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 like at this point, I was still working at the plant farm, mm. uh, but now I work at Domino's, which I actually enjoy that job a lot better. Mm. Um, but um, I called him up, and I was like, "Yo, like I'm cashing in on a promise." <laughs> and you're like, "What promise?" I'm like, "You don't remember." What, what are you talking about? And I was like, "Dude, we're gonna go across the country, right?" And, you, and wait, like, what? When? <laughs> when was this decided? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I basically just called him up, saying, like, want to go across the, like, country with me? I think it'll be really fun. And this is where Josh Miller uh, yeah, yeah. And comes in. So, oh, it was my turn? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I get this call as I'm walking out of the science building at Towson University to get to my car because the lab had finally come to an end. And he calls me up seemingly out of the blue on my end and like he said hey i'm cashing in on a promise that you did and i'm like what promise what are you talking about you want to go on a cross-country trip with me covid sucks the economy sucks i can't find a job i'm bored as heck what do you want to do you want to come cross-country with me and i'm like yeah i do when how where did where did this promise come from and he goes we did it a year ago and i'm like huh what huh what when when yeah (laughs) like he he legit did not i had no i still don't remember doing this we were up at like we were in the union um on the third floor at those like mini round tables in the corner which is where i always go to anyway and like usually we were just there just conversating and like that was like a thing where i was like i kind of want to really do this like uh, when I graduate, and well, I graduated, and I was like, okay, time to cash in! <laughs> Which he did. And a couple of months before we even left for the trip, we decided where we wanted to go, figured out what we would need to get, food-wise, tool-wise, and we figured out who would be driving, because I'm the only one whose car is well suited to off-roading, which we knew we would be doing, so and obviously... it has a lot less miles, too. <laughs> a lot fewer miles, and... A lot stronger shocks. Yeah. Yeah, mine mine was ready for this the minute I bought it. So, needless to say, we took the Jeep. My poor car would... My poor Toyota Corolla would have never made it. That, that being said, the Beast, I call my Jeep Beast because, well, obvious reasons. But, um, needless to say, Beast took a couple of hits on this trip with a rock damaging the windshield and causing a pretty decent-sized crack in the middle of it. Uh, the leak in our tire, and this is something that I didn't mention in previous episodes. When we were driving from our campsite in southwest Montana to Yellowstone, I regrettably hit an elk. Oh, yeah, that. So what had happened was there were two female elk, two does, who were running across the road after they saw me, and naturally I slowed down because I didn't want to hit them. One of them continued on its merry way, running across and going. The other, for reasons which baffle me to this day, turned and did an almost 180 to turn the other way, and as it did, it ran headfirst on a collision course with my car and fell to the ground, and I didn't see it get back up. 
Yeah, so we we were hoping that it died on impact. Um, yeah, it was sad. I'm actually surprised you like brought that up. I didn't think it, you were going to bring that up. I was actually going to ask you about that earlier. That's the thing that I forgot at the dinner table. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I was like, man, I can't remember what it was, but... Um, yeah, needless to say, we... About a quarter mile from where it happened, we got out of the car just to check if there was any damage. There was practically nothing there, but it wasn't the car I was concerned about. It was the it was the elk. Yeah. I I sincere I do sincerely hope that it was quick because I I'm a conservationist. I love nature. I love the wildlife. I love this planet. I don't want to see it destroyed by acts of by human a action, either unintentionally or actively malicious, which is why I have a great respect for hunters as well. Now, I know hunters tend to get a bad rep because people like to assume, oh, they're animal haters, animal cruelty. They love to torture their prey. No, no, I've I'm, several of my friends are hunters and I would love to go hunting myself. It's all about killing the animal as quickly and painlessly as possible. Yeah, that... That's, like, why I actually like hunters, because hunters are just, like, we want it dead, so we can use it. And um, despite the fact that they're actively killing animals out in the wild, speak to many real hunters, and they are also about conservation, because they love doing this, and they want to be able to keep doing it for a long time. Mm -hmm. This is usually a tradition that families pass down to each other, and so naturally, the hunters who have children want to pass it on to their children and to do that you need animals out in the wild mm-hmm that's definitely no animals no hunting that also means no food so we could get into <laughs> this whole spiel of mine on trophy hunting especially in more rural countries such as those in southern africa but that's getting way off topic bottom line i hit an elk i feel terrible about it i don't ever want to do it again yeah and like i think everyone who hits an animal never wants to do that um because I think I hit a bird while driving, I think. Did you? I think so, because, like, remember we heard that... I think um, I was asleep during this. No, you were awake. I didn't see anything. I, I only saw, like, a shadow thing. and I'm pretty sure I was asleep. Yeah, might have. But I think I hit a bird. I don't know. <laughs> I mentioned this. As I heard a thump against the window. Not, like, a hard thump, kind of like a soft thump. Uh, so definitely not like hitting one of the many thousands of bugs. Yeah, because the bugs were and that was everywhere. It. And I was in a pure war of attrition with them on trying to keep the windshield clean. And if you're in a war of attrition with insects, you are going to lose. At times where you ran out of wiper fluid, too. Because uh, I, I got a curse this time. Those slippery motherfuckers were everywhere. <laughs> everywhere! Welcome to uh, Road Travels. You will have bugs. Your windows will get dirty as heck. Um, <laughs> and there's nothing you can do about it. I, uh, yeah. I don't hate insects. I just hate it when my windshield or anything I'm looking on or through is obscured. Because why would you actively want to blind yourself in some way? Yeah. Um, ooh, excuse me. By the way, uh, did you ever get your window repaired? Not yet. Not We're going to get it replaced later on. I did get the windshield wipers replaced, though. Oh, good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because, like, um, 
uh, as I think I mentioned earlier, like that rock was on a collision course with with my teeth. Essentially. <laughs> if there was no windshield uh, there, that rock would have gone straight for my teeth, and well, I'd sound a lot different. <laughs> I've also we also would have made an emergency trip home so I could go to my dentist or just to any dentist. <sighs> yeah. And then after that, we would have promptly probably thrown away a terrific-sized chunk of money and would have had to cut the trip even shorter than we did. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know we cut the trip short, but, like, we had to. Yeah. Uh, mentally, we both were getting on each other's nerves. We Weirdly enough, we were... weirdly enough, as much as we drove each other nuts, that was actually, I think, it had the least to do with our reason to come home. Yeah, more of a reason was just, like, we just missed home. We Well, for you, it was missing home. For me, I was just sick and tired of driving everywhere. And granted, yes, he did do a good chunk of the driving when I needed a break. But I think because it was my car, I wanted to be the one to drive most of it. And I was getting sick of that shit, man. <laughs> I needed a break. Yeah, I mean, not like, truly, like, <laughs> there's a lot of driving. And, like, well... Often, I offered, like, hey, do you want me to take over? In most, in most cases, he said, no, I, I'm fine. I, I can keep going. And I'm like, okay, just let me know. Whenever uh, you need me to take over, I'm right here. I think my reasoning for it, at least in my head, was partially I don't want someone who's not me driving my car. And also because I don't want us to slow down and have to exchange passengers or change drivers, rather, because I just want to get to where we're going as fast as possible. Which is why we typically only changed who was driving at places like gas stations where we would have no choice but to stop. Yeah, I mean, there were times, uh, I think more often than not, we actually pulled off to the side of the road and changed there because that's like when you were really hitting it. That's um, where I was hitting the wall of exhaustion. And I'm like, if I don't stop us now, there's going to be a collision. Yeah, and usually when we switched back to Miller being the driver, it was at like a rest stop or gas station because like by that point he would have gotten in his 40 40 uh, winks yeah 40 minutes uh like i think it was like usually like 15 to 40 minute naps that you always took and then like after that you might sit there for like an hour and then you're fine um i think for most of it i would just be in and out of consciousness yeah i know for me <laughs> you were for... past the fuck out <laughs> i know i'd be out for like an hour to three hours and it would be so funny because whenever there'd be a change in speed he would just have his head up against the uh, head of the seat. And then whenever I would need to slow down, he would just, uh, his head would fall down on the pillow. And it was the funniest thing. And I wish I could have, I could have laughed at it and just looked at him doing this the whole time. But obviously if I do that, we're both going to be dead. Yeah. <laughs> In more ways than one. <laughs> and it's, it's, so, <laughs> it's so fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> like oh my gosh i i remember one time like i actually drooled and, and like i woke up because like my hand was wet and i was like the frick looks at my hat and my hat's just like a little bit wet on the inside i'm like oh no to be fair everyone actually does that in their sleep some just do it more than others yeah, I don't, I don't usually drool, like, when I sleep, because, like, I usually have my head back, but, like, that time my head was, like, full forward, it must have been for a little bit longer than per usual. Oh, it was so funny. 
So I was like, my head is wet. My pillow has a little, what's mine? So does my hat. No. <laughs> I was like, frick, dude. <laughs> I, I don't know if I ever told you you did that with your head, like, bobbing up and down like that when we were on the trip. Oh, you definitely told them that. Oh, did my I? My head bobbed. And, like, I know my head bobs. <laughs> like, I know it does. And I know I look stupid. But you know what? <laughs> it is what it is. I, I'm amazed, though, that your neck didn't break at all from me doing that because it looked like it was going to snap off at any second yeah i mean thankfully like i'm going to a chiropractor and like i think about six or five days are um, we still going to a spa by the way yes we still need to do that mm. um not tomorrow though because i'm busy that's um i can't do tomorrow either yeah but yeah well, actually gonna... i can i just don't want to uh, yeah i mean i can't i actually have something going on that day i've got no excuse i just don't want to yeah. Um, oh, yeah. We never said the day. Today is July 31st. Uh, 2021. 2021. Uh, but like Saturday. Yeah, it's a Saturday. Um, so tomorrow's Sunday. But uh, the reason that we're not like calling this day 35 is because like we're not on the road. Thank no. goodness. Um, so like y'all see the title i think the first season we do this is definitely going to be the template for future seasons where we just talk about what we did each day every single day and then a week later we'll do the season finale recap yeah i mean of course like we're a little bit um over the the time because well we didn't exactly make time for it not during our rest periods yeah um and thankfully like the weekend is usually when we don't work and we plan this out in advance mm-hmm. um just like having a little celebration uh we actually had crabs um not too long ago um which for those of you who are not uh from maryland or don't know about maryland because if you're not in the united states here's a little um tidbit about maryland maryland's delicacy is the maryland blue crab uh which are found in the chesapeake bay chesapeake bay itself i can't remember what tribe this was but the Native Americans who lived here, Chesapeake is their word for great shellfish. Yeah. So, um, we we had blue crabs with Old Bay, which is one of our favorite seasonings, as it is tradition in Maryland that if you ever come to Maryland, I highly recommend that you get Maryland blue crabs. You'll never find better crabs anywhere else in the world, at least in my opinion, mm. because if you go to Maryland, all seafood becomes ruined. <laughs> if you if, if you do want the true Maryland blue crab experience, you've got to go to Baltimore City, something that otherwise I would not recommend you do at all. <laughs> yeah. And go to the Inner Harbor. And before you do, before you go anywhere, look for restaurants around the Inner Harbor that sell this, that sell steamed Maryland blue crabs, and just go have fun. Just go enjoy it. Now, you will be picking the crabs apart yourselves, so feel free to ask a local how to do that. Yeah, and it's part of the fun, too. Yeah. I mean, there are shops in Maryland where you can go out and buy your own blue crabs and take them home like we did. Yeah. Um, Prices vary from shop to shop and just how the market's going, but uh, for the most part, um, you can get blue crabs basically anywhere you want in, like, uh, counties that surround the chesapeake bay because like it's just our thing here or if you can't go to the inner harbor there are plenty of relatively nice hole-in-the-wall places that sell it just as good because honestly in maryland that sell or in a restaurant that sells a maryland blue crab they're all kind of the same really because there's only one way to do it yeah because like 
If you don't steam it, well... <laughs> if you don't do it the one way, then it's not a Maryland blue crab. No. Um, like, you gotta steam it. Um, and, like, yes, there are crab cakes, which are good, but, like, if you really want the Maryland experience, you gotta pick apart the crab. <laughs> crab cakes are usually my go-to. I'll just put a lot of Old Bay on it, because I like that all of the meat is right there. Yeah. If you guys do, like, really good crab cakes, there's a place in... I can't remember what county it is, but it's called By the Docks. They've got crab cakes that are roughly the size of my fist, and they are delicious. Yeah. You, um, if I warn you, though, if you order two, you will be taking one home with you. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't object to that. <laughs> I'm just letting you know, you will not be finishing dinner at the restaurant. No. Um, so, um, I guess, like, we're already this far into the episode. Let's actually, like, talk about the trip. Yes. Um, and just, like, recap everything. Um, even all, like, I guess even some of the little quirks. Um, or some of the misadventures that we didn't say earlier on. And you, do you mind if I actually start this one? Yeah, go ahead. Because this is when we were in Arizona on the way to Phoenix. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. So uh, the bottom line is I got stopped by cops twice in the... Wasn't it... Was it in the same day? Um, Because they were both in Arizona. I don't... Think, I think it was the day after. Like, one was one day, and the next was the other. The next oh, right. Because, like, we were going to the Grand Canyon. That's right. One one was on our road from... Uh, one was on our road from El Paso to Phoenix, and the other was from uh, the Painted Desert to the hotel near the Grand Canyon. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right, that's right. So, on the way to Phoenix, the roads there, there's typically a two-lane road, and apparently, and I didn't know about this before going there... There's a law that you cannot pass on the right lane. Now, for me and for Craiger as well, that's stupid. It yeah. makes no sense. There's no damn sense to it at all because there's no one out there on the road. And the speed limits, honestly, they're more of a suggestion when there's so few people out there in the first place. I think the fastest I ever went, and I don't remember which state this was in, so no one can convict me of it, was probably 109 miles per hour. I actually reached about that speed as well. Oh, you did? <laughs> yeah, you were asleep. Oh, uh, darn. And it was so empty out there. I was just like, and like, just, and I looked and I was like, oh, I'm going really fast. <laughs> and I'm like, oh man, I would have been so proud of you if I saw that. Yeah. So there was a cop in the left lane who was going a little bit over the speed limit, which was, I think it was 75. And now me, not knowing the law and wondering why no one was passing this man, I, I passed him. And then by the time my back bumper got in front of his, he put on the lights and special. Yep. And I know exactly what that means. So I pull over to the road as slowly and safely as I can. (laughs) And I see him walking up the passenger side and... You know, he goes through the whole license, registration, proof of insurance, that whole spiel. And he let us know what I did wrong. I can't say we because he didn't do anything. I was just vibing. Yeah, that must have been nice. It was vibing nicely until we got pulled over. And uh, I was like nervous vibing. <laughs> why were you nervous? I'm the one who was responsible. I know. It's just like... <laughs> so, 
he takes my license, runs it, and he, he knew from the get-go that I was not from here. So, to this guy's credit, he was nice enough to let me off with a warning. And, I'm, and I breathed a gigantic sigh of relief after he walked away, and I'm like, oh man, I don't think I'll ever get that lucky again. And unfortunately, I was right. Yeah. The second time, we were on our way from the Painted Desert to the hotel near the Grand Canyon, and this time, I was convicted of speeding. The speed limit was again 75. I was going 98. Mm-hmm. At least that's what the cop clocked me at. Which, yeah, I probably was. <laughs> yeah. Once again, no one out there on the road. No one in my way. Not hardly anyone out there at all. And they were all in the right lane. So, obviously, I wasn't going to hurt anyone. But the cop... I saw his lights in my rear window, uh, in my rear view mirror, and again pulled over as safely and slowly as possible. <laughs> he comes walking up the passenger side door. He explains what was going on. He said he stopped me because of my speed, asked me how fast I was going, and I honestly did not know because I was, I was on autopilot when the cop came in. So uh, he takes my license registration proof of insurance all that stuff back to his car he doesn't come back up for maybe 10 15 minutes or so something like that and i see him walk up with a clipboard and i know exactly what that means so he he comes over and he was very polite and very cordial about it he was not pessimistic or uh, no i'm sorry patronizing he didn't talk down to me at all he's just like i'm sorry guys unfortunately i'm afraid i have to give you a ticket and I, we, I, I said I understand because, you know, I'm already in I'm, I'm already in trouble as it is. Why would I actively make this worse? So uh, he hands me the ticket and one of the options there was a pamph there was a pamphlet with the ticket. One of the options was that I could uh, sort of appeal in court. And obviously I'm not going to be in Arizona to stand trial for this. So I asked the cop. Uh, where, sir, where could I go to just pay this ticket right away? Because I will not be able to make a court date if I make one. So, fortunately, that pamphlet also had a website I could go to to pay the ticket. And about a, le- a week later, when we were in L.A., I paid it just under $600. Yeah. I bit the bullet hard on that one. <laughs> that you did. Um... So, needless to say, I was not... Oh, I sped plenty of times afterwards. I just wasn't caught. <laughs> Both of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so needless to say, I was hyper vigilant for cops throughout the rest of that trip. Yeah, and like I helped whenever I was awake, I'd be like, yo, there's a cop. Slow yourself down. Um, and because I'm an idiot, also known as a complete dumbass, I asked, instead of slowing down, I asked him where the cop was when I probably should have just slowed down. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, I actually did pass a cop. Um, I don't know. You were awake that time, and I said, oh, that's a cop, and I passed him. Because, um, like, I was hanging right at, like, that barrier um, where you're where you can still get away with it, which is, like, mm-hmm. technically, like... 
eight miles. Mm. So, like, you can get nailed for technically five miles per hour, but, like, what kind of cop is going to give that to you? That's really not worth it. And it's funny, because on my ticket, it said my exact crime was exceeding 85 miles per hour. Yeah, and the speed limit was 75. Which I thought was very interesting. Um, so, like, um, you can get a speeding ticket for going nine over, um, but I was going eight over, so, like, I just kind of passed the cop, and I was like, he can't pull me over. And if you, well, technically he could have, and he wouldn't be able to really do much besides, like, make some dumb excuse saying, like, oh, you were going, like, nine over. And I'm like, sir, no, I wasn't. I have it exactly recorded on the phones that said specifically I was going, um... Over. Not wise to antagonize cops, especially given what we've seen in 2020. Yeah. Now, those of you who are from the U.S. know exactly what I'm talking about. And because we don't like to get political on the show, I'm not going to bring up details. Yeah. We're just going to bypass that and keep on going. Yes. Now, getting off the topic um, or moving on to a new topic. Um, here's my misadventure um, that had some interesting comments to it um it's actually like still um on like there's still evidence of it on my shoes i think oh, you know where God. i'm going like it, it okay so uh i mentioned this uh earlier when we were in uh la we went to seal beach and while we were at seal beach i got myself um a cinnabon a, a cinnabon with frosting on it at this bakery and i got a giant hello kitty cookie because it looked delicious and i don't care if it's hello kitty it was delicious cookie yeah anywho so i got this cinnabon and like oh my gosh it was to die for but like i didn't realize this until i got out of the car that this thing leaked um some of the frosting out of the <laughs> container onto my shirt onto my shorts, onto my leg, and even my shoes. It went all the way down. I'm like, are you serious? Like, I, I didn't know it was on my leg until I, like, got into the hotel. I'm like, it's on my leg. And then I looked at my shoes. I'm like, it's on my shoes, too. Like, it was the are you funniest serious? thing at the time. And, like, I, <laughs> do you want to, like, say what you said? Like, the question you asked me of, like, you said, like... <laughs> That's... That that is frosting, right? That's not what I'm thinking it is. Yeah, like he asked me if I um for lack of uh, we we don't really I think they can get for, the euphemism. For lack of better terms. No, 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 no. no. Did we, 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 we don't even thing. we don't even need to say a euphemism. I think they know what we mean here. Yeah, but he's like he is like that is frosting, right? I'm like, what did you think I was doing in your car? Um, I had a cinema fun. Like, you really think I'd do that? People do stupid shit, okay? I would not. I know I know you wouldn't. I just had to be sure. Like, you had like three percent of doubt. I had yeah, about three percent. I'm, I'm like, like I'm like, he 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 wouldn't, but also I should check. <laughs> I was just like, are you serious? Like you're asking me that? <laughs> <laughs> like, first off, Nobody would admit to it. But two, I didn't. <laughs> it's true. Like, if somebody did that in the car, that'd be a post that would go on, like, Reddit, where you're anonymous or something, you know? Oh, uh, yeah, this would make... If, if that were the case, that would have made a fantastic Reddit story. Oh, God. Reddit. I love Reddit so what much. What subreddit would that even be under? Like, you won't believe what happened in this car. Um, I think that would go under r slash ask. 
Um, where, like, they literally just ask all kinds of questions. No matter how stupid they are. Mm-hmm. Especially if they're stupid. Uh-huh. I've seen some interesting posts <laughs> on r slash ask. Um, I'm not going to go into it because some of them are, um, NSFW. Very NSFW. <laughs> you can just say not safe for work. It's faster than saying NSFW. You're saying two extra syllables with that. Eh. Whatever. Anywho, yeah, we're just gonna leave it at that. But like, that was like my misadventure. I, I don't know how. Like, literally, literally, the frosting is still on my shoe. Like, I've walked around quite a bit since coming back, and even after that, like, we went literally everywhere, and like, the frosting is still on my shoe and left a stain on my shoe. I'm just like, no way. <laughs> like, it's still there. Like, hold on. I the, need to show Josh this because like the frosting itself. You is, see that? Oh my it's god! It's still yeah. there. Yeah, there's a slight like, stain still there. There's a circle on my shoe. Hon- it's still there. Honestly, it, the fact that he, honestly, it's not even the circle that's funny. It's his complete bafflement in bewilderment at it that I find so hilarious. I mean, it's just so ridiculous. But in in the vein of insanity and bewilderment now we get into my misadventure which actually has been very drawn out throughout this whole thing and that is dealing with you and your (laughs) bullshit yeah for those of you that don't know or i don't i think he's mentioned it before i'll just say it again for posterity's sake he does have adhd as a result his mind tends to think faster than his mouth yeah so about 10 percent of this trip was spent with either him on a toilet with his baby hamster-sized bladder and potential Gosh. IBS, or yeah. me practically yelling at him to speak the fuck up. Yeah, I don't tend to speak very loud, but right now I am purposely speaking loud because I'm sitting about two, three, three and a, two and a half feet away from no, the No, more than two and a half. That's like four feet. This is four feet? Nah, Okay, whatever. we'll call it three. Yeah, maybe three. I'm just going to call it close to a meter because the metric system is far superior. Most of our listeners are Americans. Sorry to say. (laughs) The metric system is superior. Of course, that's just my correct opinion. You're allowed to have your wrong one! (laughs) So he says his correct. Anywho. um, It is correct. Whatever. The rest of the world uses logic. We, We Americans, unfortunately, measure based on a dream! I mean, technically, if the entire world used Imperial and one person used Metric, it'd be the other way around. Well, it was like that at a point with the English and French, for example, but French inches were actually longer than English inches. You may have heard the myth that Napoleon was five foot two. Technically, that is correct if you're using French measurements. By the English measurements, which is what we use, it was actually about five seven, which is about average height for the time. Yeah. Pardon me. So, dealing with this man and his constant barrage of insanity. I'll I'll give you an example. One time, this was back in our last night in L.A. We were packing our suitcases. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You you know where this is going. So, there's this zipper on the suitcase that lets you extend and make the suitcase a little bit bigger so that you can put more stuff into it. And then once it's all zipped up, you can close that zipper and make it more compact again. And I noticed that his was open 
And I'm like, why don't you just close it? It'll be more compact. And he's like, it hasn't been a problem since when we were packing the car. And I'm like, yeah, but now this will be even easier. So I take the suitcase and I zip it up and he's still going through this like, uh, I don't think you really need to do that. And I'm like, why not? What's the harm in it? And then finally, after I finished zipping it up, he says, you know, I'm going to need to open that again to put clothes in it in the morning, right? <laughs> Here's why that pissed me off. The one thing he had to tell me to get me to stop what I was doing is the one thing he didn't tell me. Which, in in my defense, I thought it was obvious because we both did the exact same thing in the morning. You know, take out some clothes and, like, put the dirty clothes in. No, wear. you did. I took my clothes for the morning out. Oh, I don't do that. I usually just kind of pick right out of my suitcase and go, whoop, and... I decide what I'm going to wear because, unlike you, I shower in the morning. Mm, true enough. Um, I shower at nights, um... And sometimes not even every night. Not every night, no, not all the time. Uh, because... Oh well. <laughs> it's because I'm forgetful at times. Oh, uh, this coming from the guy who says he's got a near-eidetic memory. It's when I'm trying to remember something that it works. Um, usually. Oh, I, I would have been hysterical if you said, Wait, when did I say that? And I'm like, at least twice a week for the entire trip! No, not twice a week. At least once a week. I won't say twice. Oh, it felt like twice. Eh, whatever. Anywho. Um, yeah. So, that was a... Hello? Oh, that was his watch. <laughs> yeah, I got a watch, and it beeps at every hour. So it's really nice for me, because it helps me keep track of time. Because every time I go beep, I'm like, what's that? And I look at it, and I'm like, ah, it's the next hour. That would be about um, 8 o'clock right now. It's actually nine. Nine o'clock. Nine o'clock p.m. at night. Yay! Fun fact, we also finally broke the record. We'll let you know how long this episode was at the end. Or actually, you might see it on the time clock. Probably just see it on the time clock, so there's no point in telling them. Sure enough. Um, but, yeah. Um, there, there is... Oh my goodness. Like, I guess, like, throughout this like entire trip, it was just like a full... Like, onslaught of adventures. <laughs> um, I would classify this entire trip as a series of ups and downs, triumphs, and misadventures. Yeah, I'd say <clears throat> the grossest thing that, uh, in my opinion, was, like, the amount of bugs that we dealt with in Montana. Oh, that like, camping trip. To put this in perspective, we did go camping in Montana. For one night. For one night. And there were bugs literally everywhere. I mean, everywhere. Like, these bugs um, went on one of the lanterns. And, like, that lantern is pretty bright, but, like, it didn't show much light that time because of just, like, how much. How many moths were on, on it? it. <laughs> and some got into the tent. Yeah, like, that when one, I first went that one would tent. actually be my fault. Yeah, when I first went into the tent, like, I was just killing bugs, and, like, there were about 10 to 15 in there, and mm -hmm. I got them all. Um, and then I was like, turn off the light, like, you're, <laughs> if you're going to be entering, and, like, 30 came in, and I'm like... <sighs> and he turned off his lantern before I got in there. Mm -hmm. He turned off both lanterns and just stayed there, and... 30 got in, and so we left my little lantern on the floor by our feet for all night. Which, to my shock, it actually stayed on. And it definitely kept them away. Mm-hmm. So, that, that was pretty nice. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, most beautiful thing, um, or most striking, I'd say Redwood Forest for me. What about you? Well, that's the thing with me. It's always any of the nature areas for me, so it's never just one thing. It's going to be a long list of things. Mammoth Cave, Painted Desert, Grand Canyon, Zion National Park, Redwood Forest, Yellowstone, Crater Lake, Devil's Tower, and not technically a nature area, but Cahokia. Mm. I mean, if I were to like give my list, um, in order would be Redwood uh, Forest, Zion National Park, Crater Lake, um, Grand Canyon, then... What was it? Oh, gosh. Um, I should probably mention that my Yellowstone. I should probably mention my list was in no particular order. Yeah. Mine is in that order of, like, favorite to not favorite. Um, yeah. Anyways, I think we've about hit everything. I think so. There, um, I guess the last thing to bring up is what this trip kind of meant for us both individually and as friends who went on this crazy-ass month-long road trip and came out of it so done with each other and yet somehow a lot closer. Yeah. I mean, when you spend a lot that much time with each other, you tend to tear up your boundaries. You're just like, frick it. Like, I, I, think it I think this trip definitely made it clear that you and I would not make good roommates. No. <laughs> I mean... Friends? Yes. Roommates? No. <laughs> Big ol' hell no to that. Yeah. Um, but definitely, we're really good friends. Oh, yeah. And still are, thank goodness. <laughs> Our friendship survived. We did it, people. Yay. Despite the endless temptation to leave him outside the car. Yeah. One slap total. Yes. <laughs> and it wasn't even a hard slap. Yeah. Yeah, that too. So, I guess that's it. That wraps up, that that brings this season to, I think, a well-founded close. This is going to be our last episode for quite a while. I sincerely hope we get to do this again. We will be taking a train next time, and we will be planning our route a lot more carefully. Yeah. Planes, trains, and <clears throat> automobiles. Except in the opposite order. Yeah. So... Thank you all. For... So, I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, so thank you all for listening in. Until next time, I've been Miller. And I've been Craiger. And we will see you... On the next adventure. Thanks for listening. It's been a trip. We'll see you guys next time. Bye!